This is On The Left Side, a different kind of football podcast. Hello, I'm Jim. I'm going to take you through the lighter side of football over the next five or so minutes. Let's crack on. Now, after possible seconds and minutes of speculation and negotiation, the successor to Brendan Rodgers at Liverpool was revealed to be the enigmatic former Dortmund coach Jurgen Klopp. And just as quickly as he stepped into Brendan's still warm brogues, Klopptomania took hold of Great Britain. Now, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I personally cannot wait. Sure, as Harry Redknapp would say, he's a top 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 manager but more importantly he's one of the most entertaining people in football this is the guy who instead of using the phrase he fits us like a glove to announce a new signing back in the day used the phrase he fits like an arse on a bucket and in his first press conference for Liverpool he didn't disappoint either Jose Mourinho when he came to England for the first time described himself as a special one how would you describe yourself? I'm a totally normal guy. I'm the normal one, maybe, if you want this. Yeah. And with Jose the Special One going all serious and weird recently, it's great to have a bit of personality from the normal one. But also, for someone like myself, who struggles to remember names and struggles with pronunciations from time to time, can we just adopt this method for naming all the managers in the future? So Brendan Rodgers, he could have been the deluded one. Steve McLaren could be the soon-to-be-unemployed one. And new Sunderland manager Sam Allardyce could be the picking up the paycheck and to hell with the results because let's face it, the Black Cats look like a shower at the moment. It's going to take a lot more than long ball football at the stadium. I'd like to keep them up. One. Now I'm convinced there is loads more to come from Klopp over the coming weeks, but I think we might have a slight problem. I think Klopp might be a Bond villain. Let's just look at the evidence. Firstly, Jurgen Klopp. The name sounds like one of those stupid Bond names like Xena Onatop or Colonel Van Hammerstein. Secondly, his nickname. He's known as The Brain. Only an evil genius or a gangster is named after a body part, like Jimmy Knuckles Malone, for example. And thirdly, it's his laugh. There's something I find quite unnerving about it. It's just a little bit crazy, isn't it? Do you expect me to play 4-4-2, Mr. Klopp? <laughs> no, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. Mund midfield formation. <laughs> it may sound far-fetched now, but when Liverpool move their training ground to a disused volcano and his physio starts taking out the opposition with a bowler hat, then get MI5 on the phone sharpish. Now, the really big story this week is taking place not on the pitch, but in football's corridors of power. It's been a long time coming, but the man who I'm pretty sure Swiss bank accounts were named after, Sepp Blatter, has been suspended from FIFA. And I say suspended, it's the same way you might get suspended from school for drawing a cock and balls on the blackboard. He's going to be gone for 90 days. In other words, he's taking a really long holiday. And I hear the Cayman Islands is lovely this time of year, Sepp. Now, obviously, we don't have any proof of any wrongdoing. Blatter denies all charges, and it could well come to nothing, particularly when you consider who's investigating this. Investigating the wrongdoings of FIFA are, wait for it, FIFA. 
So it's highly likely that whatever the findings of the FIFA Ethics Committee, it will be overturned by the FIFA Oversight Committee, who are themselves regulated both by the FIFA Standards Committee and the FIFA Tuesday Night Cheese and Wine Club. It's kind of like getting Darth Vader up on a war crimes trial and having the Emperor decide whether or not he's guilty. Whatever happens, there isn't anyone in the world who can get away with quite as much as Blatter has or does. And once all this FIFA stuff is doing, I'm sure he's going to be alright. My money's on him popping up, working for Teflon as an ambassador for non-stick saucepans. It was international break this weekend, and once more I found myself not getting excited. Maybe I'm just miserable, but England, for me, just don't do it. I don't know why. It was their ninth competitive win in a row. There are hot prospects all over the pitch, but I just can't feel it. And I don't think I'm alone. Unless there was a very special competition at halftime where fans had to come out dressed as red seats, it seemed that the prospect of an overpriced Wembley pie and a pint had more appeal than watching the second half. But maybe it's just always been that way. Maybe, if we're talking boring, we need to look no further than England's old guard hero, Stevie G. Gerrard was trolled this week on Twitter by ex-teammate Jamie Carragher, who suggested that Steve's autobiography, My Story, was the ideal cure for his kid's insomnia. Hashtag banter. Surely there are less cruel ways to make a child go to sleep using Gerard's book rather than making them read it. Actually, Steve's book's pretty juicy. There's a Sturridge and a Suarez few, there's stories that he was used to lure players to Liverpool, and there is this one amazing line. The magic of the FA Cup was bloodied on the day my penis was cut and then stitched shut on an unromantic afternoon in Bournemouth last year. Okay, I'm in. Maybe it's Cara that needs to look in the mirror. Now, it's a little-known fact that the defenders' post-match interviews for Liverpool back in the day were so dull that he used to insert animal noises to try and liven them up a bit. Just check this out. You know, different game would have been two legs. It's slightly different as well. So, you know, we're quite pleased with it, but we know we're a nil-nil draw. Now, I've done nothing to that clip. That very passable owl impersonation is actually coming from Jamie's mouth. It's a tawny owl, I think. Now finally, you may have seen this week that avid Manchester United fan Hussein Bolt has been filmed wearing an Arsenal shirt after losing a bet with a Mexican TV presenter. Now, fair play. You lose a bet, you have to carry out the forfeit, even if it's wearing your arch-rival's shirt. But think, if Bolt had to wear that shirt for 30 seconds after losing a bet, what the hell would Petr Cech be doing right now if he'd not lost a similar wager? <laughs> You can get a lot more from On The Left Side by following us on social media, On The Left Side on Twitter, or search On The Left Side Pod on Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and you'll get next week's as soon as it's out. But for now, that's full time. On The Left Side is a Paint Your Headphones production, written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. If you'd like to write for On The Left Side, then why not start with an email to hello at ontheleftside.co.uk. <laughs>